0: Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good.
1: Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. You can check us out on our Facebook page at Firing Line Radio Show. Make sure you click Visit Group and join the group to get all the good stuff. That's where we're operating from. Also, quick reminder... This February, February 24th through 28th, we're going to be in Las Vegas. We're going to be doing the Rex Reviews Seminar. Rex is actually doing his long-range shooting seminar on the 24th and 25th, and then we have a... Uh, Fieldcraft seminar that Justin's going on. We had a show on that a couple of weeks back. That'll be on that Wednesday and Thursday, and then I'm doing a hunting and tracking seminar, big game intro to big game on Friday, the 28th. Check that out at rexreviews.org, rexreviews.org or .com. I think he has both of those. rexreviews.com, and uh, I'll also have some posting on that. Should be a great week. Join us out there. Speaking of great things and a lot of fun. I want to introduce to you two people from Cold Dead Hands. Now, Cold Dead Hands is a Second Amendment group that runs No Holds Barred, and I absolutely love that about these guys. So I'm going to introduce to you Patrick James, who's the head operator, and uh, John Britton, his second-in-command there, his wingman. These gentlemen are operating from Texas, Cold Dead Hands. Uh, Gentlemen, tell us a little bit about your place.
2: Oh hey Philip uh we appreciate you having us on the on the show and uh you know we've been uh, here in the trenches' grassroots style for about eight years now uh social media uh our facebook page obviously cold dead hands uh, and our uh our instagram page our instagram feed that's cold dead hands as well uh you can find us at cold dead hands dot u s online uh and you can check out our store and the products that we carry at Cold dead hands as well. Now I've so, actually, uh, you
3: know
1: go ahead, go ahead. Well, I say I've actually bought a yeah. few things off of that. I think some of some of your uh, some of your items are absolutely hilarious and fantastic at the same time.
2: Well, and 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 you have to be right. I mean, yeah, we we can't go crying all the time and and, and talking about what we wish we'd do. You got to laugh about some of the stuff, and uh, you know, we want to be able to make fun of it as well. So, you know, our differences are what allows us to make fun of of all of us equally
1: okay so what what tell us about coldedhands.us
2: uh that's our webpage. that's that's where you can go and from there you can pretty much find everything uh from our store and our products that we carry uh our lineup of tactical gear to to body armor you name it you need a pack you need some way to carry your uh as we like to say, our, our Paladin pack carries your long-range driver. Um, it, it, you can find pretty much anything to our, our T-shirts, those snarky little T-shirts and the graphics on them. Uh, you can find pretty much everything we do. And, you know, the, the nice thing about it is, and and this is what I like to tell people, is, listen, we aren't a 501C3 or 4, as Cold Dead Hands. We are a we-the-people advocacy and the sales of those products, it funds everything we do on social media, our videos, our, our articles, our websites. It, it pays for all of that advocacy that we do. It allows us to continue doing it. So we can be a true, unapologetic advocate for We the People.
1: Absolutely. So what are some of the topics that you stand for here?
3: You know, I'll jump in on that one, Philip. There you go.
1: This is John Britton, folks.
3: You know, it pretty much how we started, it started as a Facebook page and putting out what, what Patrick and I term founding father doctrine. You know, there's a lot of gun guys out there. And, of course, we're gun guys, obviously. But there's more to it than just the guns. And we, we consider ourselves Christ-centric constitutionalists. And so everything that we put out there, we actually take it right back to the founders themselves, their writings, the Federalist Papers, Anti Federalist Papers, Constitution itself. And so that's that's where we come from. Wait We're a minute. Very wait a minute. Wait a minute. Originalists.
1: Don't, don't you know that it's a living, breathing document that can be manipulated by nine people in black robes and no underwear to uh, say whatever they wanted to? Didn't, didn't you get the memo on that?
4: Yeah, that that
3: memo came out in what about 1920, (laughs) and uh, it's it's been going strong pretty much ever since. But we're the we're the anti memo. Good for you. Glad to have
2: you, Philip. We like to say that if if we want the liberties and freedoms that were spoken of by our founders, the 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 natural rights that Jefferson so eloquently penned. In our Declaration of Independence, if we want that, then we have to go back to what their intent was regarding that, and and live our life based upon the natural laws that actually bind those rights and the golden rule that we should all be following as people. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. The convoluted legislative branch of our federal government writing laws and statutes for morality purposes or to institute responsibility is what's put us in our position today.
1: Now, I'm actually going to jump on that because I don't think most of the laws that they're doing are trying to institute morality is trying to excuse people from responsibilities and morality. You know, we're, 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 we are we are we are legalizing and incentivizing all the incorrect behaviors. Now you guys are calling from Texas. You know, I think that didn't, didn't you guys, when you joined the union, don't you have a clause in there? We can split any time, leave us alone. Right. Well,
2: (laughs) Well, it 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 was that way once upon a time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you know, here we are, we're in, you're actually calling into enemy territory. I am broadcasting (laughs) from the people's Republic of occupied California. Um, Yep. In in Sad Burning Ghetto, which is where the station is at. And, you know, we're we're coming to this. I kind of lost my point on that. But we're we're coming to this that they are making legislation to remove responsibility from everybody in California. They are releasing felons by I would like to say truckload, but it's by the city load. They're taking people out. Um, of jail that have not served their time. They're violent. And it, it goes all the way back to the beginning where people committed high, heinous crimes, but they got they pled down to a nonviolent or to a possession or something else clause that happened to go on at the same time they were beating somebody to death. And so right. now they're saying, well, that's a nonviolent felon. We need to put them back out on the street. They've released over 50,000 felons like that back on our streets. And so we have been, our legislature has flooded us with more criminals that don't go back to jail. You know, it's like they're designing the system to fail so they can fall back and say, we need more laws when they're not enforcing the ones we have on the books and they're designing a system to fail. And that's, that drives me absolutely bonkers. How about you guys? Oh yeah.
3: John, go ahead. It, and it actually, it it actually works both ways, and basically it depends on, you know, which party ideology is in power at any given time. You know, you've got one side that wants to absolve people of their responsibility, and another side that wants to pretty much punish people for, you know, in, enforcing their morality. So you, you've got both sides of the coin there, that old political pendulum swinging back and forth. And what you end up with is a bunch of contradictory and and conflicting laws. (laughs) So pretty much anything they want to do, they could probably find somewhere in the statutes or in the codes or in their own imaginations a justification to do it.
1: I think we actually talked about this a week or so ago that there are so many existing laws that the average American commits one or two felonies a day unknowingly. Or, or at least oh, right. breaks a statute or a federal regulation somehow,
2: right? Well, I I think what they're trying to do, I mean, in theory and and, and who is they trying to do? Uh that's probably the you know the $64,000 question is who is they and and what gets people tagged as the tinfoil hat. Yeah, the tin foil hat wearing conspiracy theorists will tag and and that's what, you know, hey I've got a 10, 12 steps and I throw it on occasionally, uh, you know, but the reality is, is I think they're driving at is that the law abiding that our founders intended for us to maintain was the law abiding, the natural law. It wasn't these huge books of statutes and regulations that you had to jump through. And if you look at it, if you make it so everyone equally is not law abiding any longer to the federal statutes, then nobody can be law abiding because you've 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 basically taken it away. You've taken away and, and reshadowed where law abiding actually has to fall within, exactly. instead of the natural right. Exactly,
1: folks. We're going to talk more about this natural rights and get get check these guys out. Cold Dead Hands. Us. Cdh. Cold Dead Hands are awesome. Uh, they've got a great little store for some awesome stuff there. Check them out. We'll be right back after this.
0: AM 590, The Answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up.
4: See this? This is my boomstick!
1: Boomstick! <laughs> Hey folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. This is Philip Naiman here. You know, it's less thunder in the mouth, more lightning in the hand every week. Firing Line Radio. One of our longtime supporters has been Vince Torres. Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now that's where you're going to want to go for shotguns, rifles, small arms, ammunition, everything related to the best sports on earth, which are the shooting sports. Now, after you get your firearms, you need to go ahead and get the training set up through Vince at Bullseye Sports. Check out more at, at BullseyeSport.com, 951 823 Say, BullseyeSport.com. Tell Vince I said hello, get out there, get yourself a gun, get some training, get to be part of the solution. Thank you very much, friends, for your sponsorship. This is Philip and Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. Also, folks... Coming back here, I have Patrick James and John Britton. These are the gentlemen from Cold Dead Hands. Colddeadhands.us is their their website. They've got great information. They're not professional lobbyists. They are ground roots activists. They have a store on there that supports what they do. And I think it's important that we support everybody on the Second Amendment front. So check them out. Um, Patrick, you were mentioning earlier off the off the air, for those of you playing along at home, you were uh, mentioning earlier that you know some of the things that you've done. You've actually got your own designs for carry packs and and belts and stuff like that. Tell me a little bit more about that.
2: Well, what we've done is that you know starting into this industry, it, it's tough to carve your niche market, and so you know we 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 took good quality designs and we sold those, and then we expounded on those designs per our customers' recommendations. So our R our and D is is our own design based upon what a customer would like to see that particular item provide for them? You know, as a hunter, and I've been a hunter since I was about five or six years old, going into the woods and you know, growing up, taking the hunter safety and all that. I, I I'm a backpacker, I'm a kayaker, I'm a fly fisherman. I I mean, I, if it can be done outdoors, I do it. You
1: just and you just lived I, a, you just lived to mess with PETA, is what you're telling me.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm a gear guy though. I'm a huge gear guy. I have been since I was a young kid. So I know what gear needs to look like. I know what it needs to perform to and the standards that it does. So that what we've done then is we've taken uh products, we've put them in front of people, and we've said, Hey, this is a good price for this particular piece of gear. But what would you like to see different about it? They've given us recommendations and as we approach this new year. We are developing out and, and creating a line of products that are going to be affordable for the guy who may use it once or twice a year to an, a more elite line of products that the guys who are using it every day in the trenches. I mean, we, we sell quite a bit to law enforcement, and the reality is they use it every day. So some of that gear needs to perform to their level, but the guy who doesn't use it every day, maybe he's buying it to prepare for whatever he thinks might come, or he's only in the the woods once a month. Yeah, twice a month, and it's going to sit in his closet the rest of the time. Hey, he doesn't need to pay $400 or $600 for a piece of equipment. He can spend less, and it will perform as well. It may not be as durable as a higher-end piece, but I wouldn't encourage him to spend $600 on something he doesn't need. So I want to be able to provide gear for that level as well.
1: So I actually got one of your gears. I got the, uh, the backpack with the rifle sleeve in it. Yes. Okay.
2: Our, our Paladin pack.
1: Paladin pack. So I actually, and I ran that in two vortex extreme challenges and that was the pack yep. that I ran and it lasted the entire time. And as a matter of fact, it ran with me on all of my training runs where I'd put weights in that <laughs> thing. And you know, it's an inexpensive pack compared to other packs by major manufacturers designed in that manner but it's got a very absolutely. good design and it was very very durable i I really expected to you know have to buy two one to use and one to cover it up with but um,
2: right
1: <laughs> but it lasted and, and I was very surprised with it I, was, I still have the thing and uh, so
2: absolutely it's good stuff and, and that's we, one of our, we that's are one of our most popular packs. And we're redesigning that as we speak to hopefully launch out an even better pack for maybe fractionally a little bit more money, but we'll put more reinforcement in areas that it needs to be reinforced. We are we are putting a better system of zippers in it, mm-hmm. so it will be a much more reliable pack. And then my favorite addition to that pack is going to be the interior pack, where if you are a handgun guy, or if you would like to really organize, there'll be an interior zipper pack. That main compartment will have a removable interior pack that you can have either foam and and divide your equipment into foam, or you can divide it. So if you go to the range with that pack, you can pull out your long range driver, as we like to say, and your short range uh, tools as well. Your your number one will. Yep, absolutely. Number one driver, your big Bertha, and then you can work it all the way down to your pitching wedge.
1: That's yeah, very nice. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of the snarky stuff that you guys are known for. Who comes up with this?
0: Not us. Yeah, oh, not oh. us. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, I have you. no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. John and I both do, but
2: John probably has a bit more uh, efforts on that, that angle.
3: All right. So, so let's... I am not the least bit snarky. I, I, I want to quell that rumor right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do, I'll put it this way. I'm, I'm married to a Jersey girl. And, you know, in New Jersey, the official language is sarcasm. So that's, that's I get a lot true. of that from her.
1: So what's what's your number one seller on that?
3: On snark? Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got T-shirts. Oh, there's, and so stuff. Hay-
2: there's so much ammunition out there. Right, I think mean my my favorite snarky right now is the quid pro Joe.
3: Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That, that that's probably my favorite. Uh, our favorite target at the moment is is Uncle Joe. I mean, I, I love the support for the old man. I get it. I you know, hey, I'm getting up in age too. But I love the the younger generation standing on Uncle Bernie or uncle Joe, and in the in the in the whole interim, they would look at their grandparents and say, "You don't know anything. It's like you realize you're talking to people who are probably older than your grandparents right yeah.
1: exactly <laughs> they they want <laughs> they want what they keep rejecting,
3: yes, you no, know, and as far as Snark goes, you mentioned before we got on the radio that you had our little black book of people I'd like to throat punch." <laughs> <laughs> Did I say and, that. I don't know if I wanted that out on the air. I think you said you were on I think you said you were on volume 4? I am on volume 4. Right? Yes,
1: yes. It's a I find it cathartic.
2: It's an ideological concept, right? Ideological concept. It, it,
1: it's very cathartic. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Yes. That, that, that's exactly right. We have to write our thoughts down.
1: <laughs> oh no now I'm in trouble yeah that was uh, <laughs> I, I love that it's a my little black book of people I want to throat punch cold dead Absolutely. hands
2: yeah, that's the- yeah that was that was certainly you know one of our, our highlight moments you know because it, it came down to that exact topic <laughs> we need to write our thoughts down you know we don't need to act out on everything
1: <laughs> yeah well you guys got me on that one all right <laughs> so the other thing that, i mean but you guys now using humor which yep. I, I attempt to do but you know you, you guys are you guys are actually good at it using humor uh. and your platforms you know you're pushing for some of the good things i mean one of them i think that uh you're looking for is concealed carry uh across state lines
3: oh actually we're uh, looking well- for constitutional carry yeah. That's
2: that's what we're really looking for is constitutional care. All
3: right. Explain that. That,
2: that. that that gives well, that gives people the right to exercise what our founders intended, and that's just for protection. It is it is our right to protect our our natural rights, our life, liberty, and pursuits of happiness. Uh we have them, but only if we're willing to protect them. And so we and, have you know, to because uh, Go ahead.
3: Even even the name constitutional carry is a bit of a misnomer, you know, because yep. constitutional carry is basically if you can legally own a gun, you can carry it open or concealed, you know, however you see fit. Now, the part that's not quite constitutional is that if you can legally own, but that gets into the federal level. You know, constitutional carry is pretty much on the state level, basically just saying you don't need to ask your state for permission to carry a gun that you can legally buy and own, keep and bear.
1: Yeah, buying and owning here in California is a whole different thing. Uh, We have a, a horrible thing. Hopefully it'll get overturned. But we have this thing called the roster, the safe handgun roster brought to us by a combination of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Kamala Harris, you know. Arnold ah. Arnold is not the governator. He's not the terminator. He was the wussinator. Uh, absolutely terrible. Yeah. And uh, Kamala Harris. So we'll talk about that on, as we come back from commercial here. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show, podcaster at firinglineradio.com. We'll be right back after this.
4: Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211 Bullseye Sport in Riverside Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show Saturdays at 1pm on AM 590 Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211 951-823-0211 AM 590
0: The Answer this portion of The Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Nayman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them!
1: Hey, folks, Mulan Labe Saturday. This is Philip Naiman coming to you from Firing Line Radio Show. And again, go to RexReviews.com, RexReviews.org, and check out our seminars. We are going to be in Vegas. From February 24th through the 28th, doing a series of of seminars, Rex Tibor, the uh, awesome Rex, is going to be doing his long-range precision shooting seminar Monday and Tuesday. We're going to have a field craft seminar Wednesday, Thursday, and then I'm doing the primer to big game hunting on Friday. You can get uh, tickets for that, and I've got a special... Uh, ticket on there for families. So if there's a couple people in the same family, I've reduced the price. So I want to make sure you guys get in there and get uh, some good indications. So you have a nice hunting season this year. That's going to be February 24th through the 28th. You don't have to go to all the seminars. You can pick and choose what you'd like, but that's coming up here very shortly. Rexreviews.com is where you're going to find the tickets. Okay. Joining me back here, cold dead hands. I have Patrick and John, you know, we just, finish that last segment talking about the wussinator who used to be the governor of California. And he absolutely let us down in California. One of the things he did is he signed the micro stamping bill because he said, it's okay if I sign, it doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. So as soon as he signed that the attorney general, somebody named Kamala Harris said, Oh yeah, it exists and put it into law. Now, the micro stamping law said that in California, you cannot start selling a brand new semi-automatic pistol of any kind unless it has this micro stamping technology in it approved by the California DOJ, which has basically said we've had no new pistols for about 10 years here in Southern California or in California altogether because we can't import anything new. Sig P365s, 365 XL, forget it. Nothing. Nothing new. STIs nothing so it's an absolute disaster when you have people like that and this is this was Conan right this was the governor and and you realize that all those years of weightlifting and all those years of steroid I think it really does do something to testicles I'm just gonna leave it right there but uh, obviously we're suffering the effects of his steroid use when he caved into that wouldn't you say folks
3: well, I I'm not going to touch the you are not going to touch the governor's testicles. You don't but, have to uh, <laughs> touch them. You just have to comment on them. <laughs> yeah, you, you start, start going talking near about that one. testicles
2: and John, he might he might get something different.
3: <laughs> Easy now. All right, so <laughs> now you folks
1: are down there in Texas, where things are a little bit different, and and you know we have a lot of people saying that we're going to move to Texas. I'm going to Texas, right? Um, you may not want them, but. One of the issues that I think is very important is that people realize Texas hasn't always been super conservative. You had Ma, no. Ma Richards there all through, what, the 80s and 90s? I mean, what, 40 years she was there, something of that nature? Uh, you guys had, you know, Lyndon Johnson's from Texas, for crying out loud. So,
3: hey. hey, y'all had Reagan. Yep.
1: Yeah, we what happened to us, right? We had the right ones and and uh, Reagan and uh, Duke Majin and some really good people. Anyway... Um, it's critical that you stay on top of things when it comes to your elected officials. And you just had this major issue that happened in a
3: place called White Settlement, Texas.
1: Yeah. Yep. Y'all, y'all hear anything Freeway,
3: about that? West Freeway. Well, it might have made the news, Pretty I think. Crudy. Yeah, yeah. We, we
2: we probably heard a thing or two about it. Well, but they, it is a prime example prime example of why we need to be able to protect our freedoms and liberties.
1: So is there anything new on the gunman, not his name, but what was wrong with this guy?
3: Uh, Well, they said that he had mental issues, but that's pretty much always their go-to. I mean, somebody goes in and tries to shoot up a church. It's not a big stretch to say he's got mental issues.
1: You know, I think this thing, uh, what we're hearing about this mental issue point, people are talking about, you know, we need more mental health, more mental health. The problem I see with that is mental health is subjective, okay? Yes. If you're out there rallying for Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, you are mentally deficient. You, you, <laughs> you obviously want Venezuela, which means that you're sick in the head. So, you know, right. the people who are judging who has good mental health that's that's the thing. It's almost like when Stalin says, I don't care if they vote or not, as long as I get to count the votes. Same thing is I don't care who's mentally ill as long as I get to determine who is mentally ill.
3: Well, and well I, mean, and just look I at, mean, look at the look at the anti-Trump crowd. You know, they're not just anti-Trump. They're anti anybody who voted for Trump. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm sit- I'm sitting here in Texas and thinking the same thing about people who voted Gavin Newsom into office.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely they're the same people
2: right well is, the reality is who's who's the judge the reality is is that we are sitting here saying yes people are mentally ill and they're doing bad things to innocent people and that needs to be eradicated it needs to be fixed but the truth to the matter is is that you're willing to give to your government the opportunity to define what actions and what mind should and shouldn't be allowed to have a right. And that's not, we don't need to go there because we understand how their definitions will become, what they'll, we will become. You're making my point. Before you know it. Yeah. Before we know it, everybody will be mentally ill. Yep. And everybody will be banned from owning a firearm.
1: Well, you know, you're absolutely right, and that's why I think that's the huge slippery slope is who defines what is mental illness. You know, there's not an right, objective you standard. That,
3: you can take that right back to the whole background check system, okay? Yes. You know, people say, okay, we don't want felons owning guns. Okay. Does a background keep a felon from buying a gun from a guy out of the back of his truck? No.
2: <laughs>
3: you know, laws laws don't stop people. They punish people after the fact. Correct. And with that old
1: Let me back this up. Laws stop people who weren't going to break them anyway, right? It's exactly. like, um You know, I'm, I'm a little short on cash. I could swing into the B of A with a shotgun and pick some up. No, wait, I don't want to do that, right? You're not a bank robber, so you're not going to do that. Right. So laws law, as a deterrent only deter people who put them – who. Voluntarily submit to those laws.
3: That's right. Laws are like locks. They only stop honest people. Right.
2: That's exactly right. It's that old adage. And, you know, me and John are actually 30 feet apart and we're not looking at each other. But that was exactly my thought is that old adage. We only lock our doors to keep the honest people honest. And that's the reality of it. If a criminal wants in, they're getting in.
3: Well, so this, but, but bodies, the point I, the point I was getting to oh sorry the point I was getting to with the prohibited possessors you know you start out with felons you know well, first of all are we talking violent felons rapists and murderers or are we talking about the guy that got a felony for writing too many hot checks you know or and the then guy you go who from, had an felons, weed on him right and then you go from felonies to okay domestic abusers mm-hmm. nobody likes a domestic abuser. But a misdemeanor, domestic abuse that somebody pled to because, you know, they didn't want to get charged with something more or just wanted it to go away because the old lady was ragging on him and he didn't want to get into all that. It just keeps getting, keep adding to it. And then you got the the mental illness part of the prohibited possessor. And then you get into red flag laws. Exactly. Okay. Somebody (laughs) says, okay, so-and-so's got anger issues and he's got guns. Well. Who are you to judge his anger issues? Are you a mental health professional? <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who, are is well.
1: who are actual mental health he, professionals? Because honestly, they, who, you look at so-and-so has been under treatment for so many years, and then all of a sudden they still commit something heinous. Or right. they're, they're under treatment for these years, so they're given these psychotropic drugs, and then they commit these. It's like maybe the mental health guys aren't really all they're cracked up to be.
2: I'm just saying. You're right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and that it's, right a, the it's lot, a never-ending right? I mean, process. Yeah. That's that's how our government once you, once uses.
3: You have... Patrick, go ahead. Once you have that, once you have that on the on the books, it's easy to just keep adding criteria to it.
1: Yeah, because oh, well, they're trying to make it fit all all things. Go ahead.
3: Our our government does this to us.
2: Okay, they see a problem that we're complaining about. So what they do is they make an agency or create an agency or they use professionals to tell us what we need. Well, I mean, mental health, red flag law, who are they going to approach? They're going to approach the psychologists who have been ineffective as it is to this point in determining what the problems are. That's who they're going to use to write regulations for red flag laws. It's like, seriously? Seriously? You're not working now. These people are still effectively going out and committing a crime. But I'm going to use you as a reference to write a statute to bar me or prohibit or in, or hinder me in some way of, of exercising my right, even though I am not that person.
1: Exactly. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Go to colddeadham.us. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show.
0: the answer this portion of the firing line is brought to you by vortex optics vortex the force of optics
3: Conan, what is
1: best in life to crush your enemies see them driven before you and they hear the lamentation of the women
0: that is, good. that is good
1: of course conan these days says to pass green new deal to take away your guns and to i don't know something else
2: and drink more milk
1: <laughs> drink more milk low fat <laughs> folks philip namen firing line radio show yeah arnold we uh we don't miss you um we miss conan we don't miss arnold schwarzenegger folks philip namen firing right. line radio show Uh, I have with me Patrick James, John Britton, been great guests here. Cold Dead Hands, colddeadhands.us is their website. They've got a very fun Facebook page. You can find out more on that. And um, we were just talking about the red flag laws because this is coming. You know, we can see it. And this is what everybody's drumming. All of a sudden, the talking points on the media are... About mental health, mental health, mental health. I remember about seven years ago when this first popped up, we were saying this is the slippery slope. This is this is where everybody gets dumped into the same bucket one day or the next. And if if and here's the sad thing about California. Well, that's not fair. Here's one of the sad things about California. Uh, all of the laws passed by our legislature, and we have a supermajority of wacko socialists, including the governor, um, the manpire, Gavin Newsom. So the, all of the laws passed have to do with possession. None of them have to do with the improper use of a firearm. What does that mean? That means they actually removed mandatory sentencing for the use of the gun in a violent crime but they added penalties. If you have a magazine over 10 rounds and you're a legal person. So, you know, my, my point, and I've said this a hundred times, but I really want to get it out there is that if, if our goal as a society is to remove the violent use of firearms from society, we need to increase the penalties for the violent use of a firearm, not ownership, not, that doesn't matter. It's the people who aren't good enough to carry those things. So what that means is if you use a, a firearm commission of a property crime, you get 20 to 40 years in jail. That's it. One penalty. That's okay. it. If you use a, a firearm in a violent use and you hurt somebody, you get life. You kill somebody, you get the death penalty next Wednesday. Now, when, when we step up and add those penalties to those actions, criminals, which are cowards but not always stupid – will change their behavior. Right. And so if
2: well, let's leave oh. it this way. So, I, and I don't mean to step on you in, in your words, but to that end, isn't the uh, isn't the West Freeway Church of Christ here in White Settlement? Isn't that a perfect example of how justice is doled out?
1: I love that justice. The only thing I wish is the first guy to reach for his pistol would have been two seconds faster that's all I well
2: wish. and, and this, this and this is where it is sad that when an evil evil person evil intent is going to get the drop on innocent and that's and, and we've talked this out and and that's the reality is if you walk in a place and you're committed to do something you already know you're going to do it
1: action beats, beats reaction every time
2: action Absolutely. Beats reaction so you know in 2.6 seconds justice was dull. Yes, innocent people were harmed. And, you know, to that end, there's going to be other people who will come out of these with psychological scars from this as well. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is in 2.6 seconds, justice was doled out without having to go through all of the hoopla, all of the media portraying this and that about this person, seeing them all over our media outlets for the next however long, because we want to preserve the right for a psychological evaluation of why he did this at this point. It doesn't really matter why you did
3: something you did.
1: What I've noticed is if it's somebody who, you know, these are the facts. If they never mention the name day one or two, it usually ends with Abed or Ali. Yeah.
2: All
1: right. That's a fact. The second thing is if this person is a leftist wacko, we never really get into why they did this. It just nope. gets dropped. And, and these people are. So if you are a constitutionalist, right? You said Christ-centered constitutionalist. If you do yeah. that, you regulate yourself by your belief system.
3: Absolutely, we're, we're which given, is what this country was set up to do. We're given a, a republic. self-regulating population. Yeah. It is
1: only it is only good if we have a population that does that, self-regulates. We submit ourselves to the natural law, and if you do that, That's you're right. not harming anybody at any point in time. But you know. No. And and so when we have these people that are off the reservation, we find psychotropic drugs, we find uh, liberal backgrounds, we find single family homes. You know, there's there's a trend there that is very very compelling that the media keeps ignoring, so they can function on. Well, he had a ten round magazine. We need six round magazines, or excuse me, and the media would say, we well, need a six round clip.
3: Okay, so yeah. and that's what politicians do. They take the low-hanging fruit every time. You know, you get into mental health, that's a complex issue. They don't want to mess with that. We'll just ban this gun or ban this ammo or ban this size magazine. You know, it's it's the low-hanging fruit. It's the it's it's easier to control an inanimate object than it is to control people. So that's what they go for. Yeah, even though for example, there was, a, there was a political cartoon that came out after the Texas shooting. You know, everybody was talking about, you know, good guy with a gun, you know, yay for him. And this political cartoon was a picture of the Grim Reaper. And he's standing in a wall. And on the left side, it's got mass shootings in the United States. And it's filled with, you know, little five hash marks. And then there's one on the good guy side. And I took issue with that. And I, I did a post on our page. You know, first of all, It's wrong in every aspect. The Texas shooting doesn't qualify as a mass shooting because, you know, FBI, says four or more. Okay, three people died, including the shooter. So, first of all, it doesn't qualify as a mass shooting. Second, it doesn't qualify as a mass shooting because there was an armed citizen there that stopped it before it got to be a mass shooting.
1: So on that topic, do you know what the FBI statistics are? if a if a mass shooting is stopped by the police they have an average of 14.1 casualties if it's stopped by a citizen 2.1 yep. right
2: yeah and, 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 and the thing that? you know because,
3: because the duration of a mass shooting the duration of a mass shooting is directly proportional to the time it takes for a second gun to arrive on scene
1: that's right because the first crack if that second of a round, gun
3: is already if that second gun is already on scene it may be the second one drawn but it's already on scene. There's no response time. It's strictly reaction time.
2: And reaction is cut down. The time to react is cut down.
3: And these guys are cowards,
1: okay? The first time a gun is pointed at them or cracked over their head or they get wounded even, it changes their entire game plan. They, they don't have this little thing that they'd spelled out, oh, I'm going to go door to door and do this and do that. Oh, crap, I have incoming rounds. I just wet myself. Now what do I do, right? They, well, there, was, there was a case a
3: couple of years ago. There was a case a couple of years ago, uh, Clackamas Mall, I think it's up in Oregon, and a guy came in shooting up the mall, and there was a person there who had concealed carry. He drew his gun, and he didn't even fire it, but the original shooter saw that he was armed, went into the stairwell and shot himself. You know, ended right there without the, quote, good guy even having to fire a shot.
2: Yeah, they're cowards. Well, ultimately, ultimately what you have to do, and it doesn't matter if if it's, I'm a big physical person, all right? So self-defense is important to me, and there's the chain of escalation in my mind as to what I need to, to use at, at, what, at a particular time. But my goal overall is to change the oodaloo of whoever is is presenting that threat to me. So however I can do that is what needs to be exerc- exercised. If my voice can change his oodaloo, and make him think differently than what he intends to do right now, that's what I'll use. Right. So that's how we have to start viewing things, is we need to change their loop, their mindset. What is what is it in their head at the moment that is causing them to want to do that particular thing? And And if you can break that, then suddenly you might have that moment of breakthrough, like in that instance where he goes to a stairwell and commits suicide. That man broke his OODA loop. For one moment, he thought in, in a clear manner and realized what he had done. He retreated, extinguished the problem. Or a citizen steps up and extinguishes the problem. Or a law enforcement official arrives and extinguishes the problem. You have to affect his OODA loop, and sometimes you have to affect it in the, the, the definitive And sometimes you can do that in other ways. But that's what we have to exercise in the responsibility and the jurisprudence to know which to use at which time.
1: Well, that's the responsibility of a free citizen.
2: That's right. That's why we we do say gun up, train and carry. So you got to gun up first, but you have to, have to, have to have to train. train. You have to
1: train. Folks, I want to thank my special guests, Patrick James and John Britton. I'm sorry, guys, we're at the end of our show here, but I loved having you on. Have you on again. Colddeadhands.us. Colddeadhands.us. Guys, have a great week. Keep Texas safe, and uh, we'll see you soon. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. <laughs>
0: The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590,
2: The Answer.